Initializing recap. You were tasked in trying to figure out who the Watcher was. And his eyes go yellow again. And he becomes seized with electricity. Cody just starts stripping his clothes off. Yeah, he's dead. These nobles are monsters. They're using people against their will, turning them into soldiers, and then frying them for disobeying. How's it going, Cody? Can I help you? Do you have a page for me? Yeah, I do. Could you write something down for me? Just say his name is Alpha. If I lose my memory again, show me that page. How many people would you say you killed? Enough. If you had to guess, how many of them are you glad you killed? Just one. You see this glowing green substance. This is a dead apocalypse. It's our theory that the tree is acting as some sort of anti-radiation, and the closer you are to it, the less the apocalypse was able to affect. From the side, some more nobles come and grab the tarps, and they pull off the sheets, revealing this large, orange, cylinder, metallic vessel. Our time of toiling has nigh reached its end. Together, we will end the tyranny of those that dwell within the shade of the cursed woods. And it seems like someone is talking to him or whispering in his ear. At least have the nerve to show yourselves, cowards. I put a hand on them and just stop our party from even making a movement. Very well, peasants. You will die for your treasonous infiltration of my kingdom. Destroy them. Recap complete. Welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. What are they, Dane? <laughs> are you ready to rock? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I, I don't know anymore. More importantly, are you ready to roll? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to give you, I was really considering just telling you to roll for initiative, but technically, you guys are still undiscovered. So, well, first, I will I will set the stage a little bit. Um, you guys have infiltrated, successfully infiltrated the noble's castle. You managed to sneak in through a back a side panel that was loose. Um, you met some of the captives who told you to leave them alone because they don't want to die for talking to you. Um, you managed to get out into the courtyard undetected and watched all of the nobles enter into this massive cylinder vessel that's just chilling in the middle of this courtyard um, after being addressed by the king, who was kind of rallying the troops, seemingly getting ready to attack Kaya. As everyone entered in, the king seemed to have been alerted of your presence somehow and ordered the the four roma- remaining guards that have yet to get into the vessel to find you and kill you, including the one large knight who is in like this massive armor slathered in yellow paint. What would you guys like to do as they begin fanning out into the courtyard? Okay. Uh, okay. Are they all <laughs> beside each other currently? They're within like, you know, 10 feet of each other. Uh, Cody is still looking at that bomb, Marquez. So my question is... Is our goal to escape or to go as deep as possible? That's well. I don't I mean, know if we can have this conversation right now without giving away. Yeah. 
We're whispering, you know. Let's make it quick. Okay. Are we doing this yes or no? First question. What's your instinct? Let's go. Ready, set, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay, we're doing this. So what we're going to do is that they don't know where we are yet, and it's better if we fight them spread out than all at once, especially that big, scary, yellow, painted man. Clearly seems to be stronger than the rest. So if we could cycle around to their weak point and get the jump on one of them first to at least even up the numbers before we get into a big old group battle. So I say we keep a quick eye on what way they're, they're fanning out, find where they're weak, move, attack that section, then take on the rest with even footing. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Sounds great. As you guys are making this discussion, you take a peek over again, and they seem to be, again, spreading out a little bit. The knight going one direction. There's two kind of look like just regular nobles. There's another person who I think you might be very interested in, uh, Cody, who is currently wearing two bandoliers of grenades. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. They all are going, they're now like fanning out. So they're about 20 feet from one another. And it looks like they're going towards staircases that bring them out of the courtyard and up onto the sort of perimeter walkway that you guys are currently on. On top of that, the king has now disappeared inside that vessel and the ramp has begun to ascend back up into it and the door has closed and some lights have turned on and it begins whirring to life as the the feet that are supporting it begin retracting as well. Oh dear. All right. What the? All right. (laughs) I say we go take out Mr. Bandolier. Okay. We don't want those being thrown at us, and then we can use those to maybe take down this rocket ship. So let's head down his stairwell, meet him before he sees us, get the jump, take him out, then deal with the other three. How does that sound? Yeah, I'll get to a vantage point, try to support you as much as I can. Yeah, stay in the back. I've got a move. I've got a grenade move. We may want to use the grenades, so if you're maybe... Ah, you do whatever you need to do, Cody. I trust you. (laughs) Cody looks conflicted. I trust Cody's judgment completely. All right. Now, boys, I don't want you to metagame with this information, but I've just rolled two <laughs> perception checks to see if they have detected you, and I've rolled a nat one on both of them. So, Damn. Oh, I don't... <laughs> okay, okay, Cody runs up and <laughs> rubs all the grenades while he's utterly blind. For the means of getting your bearings in this situation, I'm going to say that there are staircases in each of the cardinal directions. Okay. So there's one north, west, south, and east. Or I guess they wouldn't be going towards the back. So it would be sort of at like three o'clock, nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and then like six o'clock kind of. So yeah. two of them so- are going towards the one at three. The big guy's going towards nine and the grenade guy uh, is going towards six. Cool. Okay. Then we'll head to six and try to meet him as he come up, comes up the stairs to take him out. All right. And I'll try to get to a vantage point so I can see them at, see them as they come up the stairs. Okay, so I'm going to need stealth checks from all three of you. Hell yeah. And you will be getting a little bit of a bonus to this because the thing in the middle is making a shit ton of noise. Um, Well, that's an 18 from Cody. That's great. Okay. I got a dirty 20, buddy. Okay. Oh, I, got a, I got a 30. Ugh, My bread and butter. My bread and butter. Boys. That's- we, we finally did something right. Yeah, but we started off the session so strong, we know how this is going to go. So you managed to get into the positions that, however, you, where are you and Merrick going, Cody? Uh, I assume either side of the stairs. Like, is there something we can hide on either side of the stairs? 
Um, so the stairs sort of come up to a landing and then onto the walkway. So you'd be able mm-hmm. to brace yourselves against the walls where the stairs of come the up to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I That probably sounds good to me if we're laying a little ambush. Yeah. Sure. Merrick. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. I'll do the same thing. We'll get ready. And as soon as they come up, we'll strike. And Dern, you're yeah. overlooking the stairs so that you can see him coming up. Yes. 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 Rifle in hand, taking aim, waiting for them to act before I take my shot. Okay. So are you um, like further up, like higher up? I don't know if that's in the it's our mind castle, but that's what I'm hoping for. You guys are on like the same level, essentially. Okay. But he okay. would be looking down, da- like over the railing, essentially down at the staircase. I'm going to give you guys a surprise round as he comes up the stairs, um, but I will need you guys to roll initiative first. Sure. As this will initiate combat. Oh, hey, you know the way I always complained about initiative? Yeah. How's a nat 20 looking? Oh, oh fuck yeah, dude. For 26 total. Dude. Unfortunately, you act too quickly and ruin your ambush. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Cody Wood. I rolled actually also very high. I have a 24. Oh. And I'm on the lower yeah. end. I got a 17. <laughs> okay. Pretty good. Not bad. That's not, not bad, that's not bad at all, boys. Now, Merrick, are we pounding this guy or are we going to uh, grapple him so he doesn't make any noise or anything? Oh, I think as soon as this stuff starts, I know how we do things. It's just going to hit the shit. So I just say as much <laughs> violence to take them out right. and just keep on moving. We don't do stealth. Even if Cody's like motioning towards high. you and he's he's like, you know, hand over the mouth or like slamming hand into palm. Oh, uh, Merrick puts his like fingers across his like neck as he's like, you know, the symbol for death. <laughs> and Cody reaches for his knives, realizes he left them in the wall of the tavern and looks worried. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Cody, you're going first. As this grenader begins to uh, walk up the stairs and turn the corner, what would you like to do? Oh, man, I really want to do my cool grenade stuff, but that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, so I get, <laughs> I'm going to try and, like, just punch him as hard as I can in, like, the stomach uh, to try and, like, hurt him and wind him and hopefully, like, get him in place for Merrick to, like, strike. Okay. It's a fucking nat 20. Again. Hell yeah. Holy shit, dude. Let's go, boys. Oh now, that's not necessarily a good thing, though. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx this. Don't jinx this. Well... <laughs> I'm going to yeet him 1d4 times 5 somewhere. Because <laughs> that's my feet. Uh, it reminds me of like the Mortal Kombat uppercuts. Um. <laughs> oh, I can choose to. Okay, you know what? This actually works because when I score a critical hit with a weapon that deals bludgeoning damage, I can apply the knockdown critical hit effect. If it would already apply it, I can choose to also move him 1d4 times 5 away from me. So I don't think that makes sense right now okay yeah because then they're gonna knock him out of you know the place where we set up our ambush unless he would take damage if i like punched him off the thing if you wanted to punch him off yeah he would take fall damage it wouldn't be much but like he would yeah fuck it i'm just gonna like hit him so hard that he like crumples to the ground i think i mean you said so you wanted gonna... to like sucker punch him in the gut so yeah that makes sense yeah, so I'm going to forego the yeeting, which is sad because all I've wanted to do this whole game is get a big proper yeet on someone. Um, but yeah, try double damage, I guess, right? Yep. Uh, this is going to be 20 points of damage. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, and he's prone, yes? Yes, he is not prone. Okay, Merrick, you're next. You are currently flanking with uh, Cody as yep. well as uh, flank or... Um, 
uh, attacking someone who's down. So I believe you get a plus six to this attack roll. <laughs> oh, let's go. Oh my god, that's 19 on the dice. So not a 20, <laughs> that's a 19. So that's a 31. <laughs> oh, this is a hell of a strong opening, boys. <laughs> yes, you it. hit him. <laughs> uh, four, five, six, seven, eight damage. Uh, as Merrick's like summons his black solarium blade into his palm as he hits the ground, and I'm just trying to stab right down on top of him, obviously trying to dodge grenades, maybe just aiming for like the back of his neck or something. Hey, well, you're going to also have to tell me how you kill him, because this man is dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's the perfect move. We actually had talked about doing something like this before, myself and Cody, and it actually worked out. I got a feeling Cody was like, yeah, so in one of my movies, they did this teamwork, and I'm like, yeah, that, that doesn't work in real life. <laughs> Here we are in this moment. Cody scores the perfect hit. Merrick takes advantage of it, and this man's just like hits the ground in one quick motion hopefully not making too much noise and we can sort of try to take stealth again. You know what boys for considering that all happened in the surprise round, I'm going to give you a chance. All three of you roll me stealth checks. <laughs> oh, this is okay. I got in that 20. <laughs> yes, boys. What the fuck? <laughs> I got a 15, which for Cody is pretty damn good for stealth. Hell yeah, okay. dude. Uh, 17 for merit. Thirty-five, if you want my total. Mm. Unfortunately, the captain just rolled a natural twenty. Oh shit! Uh, so, what was yours, uh, Duran? Uh, Thirty-five. Okay, yeah, he would have got you with that. Okay, you managed to go undetected by the two skirmishers that are going up the stairs at three o'clock, but unfortunately, the captain turns his head and sees you just absolutely body this man as he begins rushing over to you. Um, and the skirmishers are now also coming around to you. So they are currently in flanking like formation. So two of them are coming from behind you one, and the knights coming from uh, in front of you. And as this happens, you hear the, the vessel in the middle just emit this high pitch wailing noise as exhaust gets like shot out from it and then it just drops into the earth and it there's wow. now just a giant hole in the middle of the courtyard well the f- that, okay. that was the opposite direction i expected that to go <laughs> yeah yeah i was <laughs> yeah. dude if i may i didn't get a chance to do anything during the surprise round is it okay if i use it to activate my mirror image yes absolutely i was going to give you your uh okay your your surprise round so yeah these guys are still out of initiative technically but yes you yeah. you can absolutely do whatever you want you can take a shot you can do mirror image whatever you want to do yeah if it's surprise round and they took out that guy so quick i would just use the the moment to activate my mirror image and then there's let's see how many how many little durns do we get just just one extra one okay damn oh wait is this the same day as the chase yes then i can't do it never mind Yes, because you guys didn't wait. You wanted to go at night. So, yes, yes. you're correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never mind. Continue. Okay. Then it is top of the order. Um, it is Cody's turn. Hey, Cody, can you throw some of these? I like motion down to the grenades and yeah. look at the other two guys. Uh, I, I kind of like say two or one. Two. We'll have to, it'll, it'll take more than a grenade to take out one. Um, all right. Do I know what type of grenades he has? Um, so I will give you a description of them. You'll have to give me an engineering check to discern them. So each bandolier has three of them on mm-hmm. them. 
there's a green one, there's a mm-hmm. red one, and there is a gray one. Uh, Cody doesn't have engineering, so he's picking a red one, and he's throwing it at the two boys. Okay. Um, so <laughs> give me a ranged attack roll. That's a 17, 18. Um, oh, actually, I oh, wait, think technically just target no, a square. It's a 20. It do- I'm an idiot. It doesn't matter. You you do it. Um, cool. And they're going to have to give reflex saves. What's your dex modifier? My dex modifier is plus two. Okay, that's great. That doesn't change the DC for this then. Um, so you throw this red grenade and it hits the ground and erupts in napalm as you throw an incendiary grenade. Um, <laughs> that's, that's kind of fucked. You're going to be rolling uh, 1d6 for fire damage, and they're going to be mm-hmm. making a reflex. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Well, I hope there's an addition to that 1d6, because I rolled a 1. Um, nope. So both of them are going to take one point of fire damage. However, one of them does set on fire. <laughs> oh. Um, and he takes four points of additional fire damage. Hell yeah. And that is your turn unless you want to move somewhere uh cody just says it's getting hot in here and i guess he's gonna turn to face the night and just kind of yeah that's all i can really do okay uh merrick it is your turn okay uh merrick is gonna reach down and pick up a grenade as well (laughs) uh entering photon mode and i'm gonna throw it at the two guys as well to try to finish the job before this big guy gets to us what color are you picking? Gray, green, or red? And you know red is now incendiary. I gotta go with green. I'm just curious at this point. Okay. Um, oh, that's not good. Um, Health that's grenade. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. An 11. Um, so the way grenades work is I'm pretty sure you target a square. Oh. Yeah, you don't target a creature, but a great intersection. So they're pretty easy to hit. Downside is cost and the fact that everyone has a reflex save to half the damage. Oh, cool. Interesting. So then, yeah, I, I think it's like just that. an AC five. Yeah, Jesus. It goes off. So the green is a frag grenade. Oh, good Hell choice. Yeah. Good choice. Um, so this will be doing it does 1d6 points of damage. And cool. get a chance. I guess oh, it's the, I rolled a I five. It's the uh, other part of it because they don't do as much damage. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, they both fail their save, so they both take five points of damage. As this one now explodes, and shrapnel gets lodged in them, and the guy still on fire um, <laughs> is there now having a bad time. Um, Durin, it is your turn. Right, I'm going to attempt my uh, my uh, trick attack as maybe I like I kind of duck under and try to get to a good angle on the stairwell where the two boy where those two guys are. Man, that. 19 versus... Yeah, that doesn't do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I definitely fail my trick attack. Uh, I guess I'll just take aim and fire them. Sure. Are you using your rifle or your pistol? Uh, my rifle's the one I had out. But you can't trick attack with your rifle, right? You're absolutely right, so it didn't matter. Thank you. Thank you. Then we'll just take that back, yeah? Uh, then I'll just... Uh... I'll just kind of like take aim watching these two boys coming up the stairs. One of them's on fire. Um... <laughs> I'm going to aim for the one that's not on fire. Okay. Good idea. Good one. Good one. I think so. I think so. Dang, I, I rolled a, a natural 19. Ooh. Uh, well, uh, you don't have to tell me what adds on to it, because, yeah, that hits. Okay. Okay. I'll take an aim with my rifle. Uh, three points of damage. 
That's pretty. That's oh, pretty depressing. Okay. And you said you were on the one who wasn't on fire, right? Yeah, the one who's not on fire. Okay. Um, what did you do for your surprise round, Terry? Uh, technically nothing. It's fine. I was going to do the mirror image thing, but that d- didn't work out, so it's okay. Sick. Taking a shot, though. Shots of you could have Yes. Uh, technically, yeah, you could have taken another. If you want to take another shot at these boys for your surprise round, since we did skip it, okay. um, you if can If you're okay that. with that, then I yeah, will. Yeah. If I'll assume it wasn't the one on fire because that didn't happen yet, so I'll aim for the one that's currently on fire as well. Let's spread okay. the shots out, right? Um, 18. Yep. Okay. Five points of damage on that boy. Okay, where are you aiming on these guys, Darren? See the uh, the head is a little is a little too um, tropey. I I think he like aims right for the chest, right where the heart is. Uh, just try to take them out as quickly as possible and just put them gone. You know. Okay, it is their turn, so they're going to use their movement to get up to you, Durin, since you are the closest on their side. Um, and they're going to take their attacks uh, on. They don't need to do that. They will, though, and they are really excited to do it. So the first one is 18. The second one is 16 against your uh, KAC. Uh, Yeah, they both hit. Now, does the one on fire take more damage on his turn? Uh, He does at the end. So he gets a chance to extinguish himself with a reflex save, um, but he does still have to take the fire damage. Um, (laughs) Fuck off. Uh, So you take... Oh, I guess you had, yeah, they had damage too. Um, so you take six points total damage of slashing damage as they okay. use their sort of like these like wrist mounted, uh, like almost like brass knuckles, but they have shards of metal sort of peeled <laughs> up off them. Oh my God, I don't like that. I don't like it. Um, and the guy on fire takes, good Lord, that kills him, actually. <laughs> That's kind uh, <laughs> As he slashes you, he like crumples to his knees in front of you as his mouth just drops open and a plume of smoke comes out. So you now have this like scorched man staring at you agape. Oh, I will say I super appreciate like his gumption. Cause like he was on fire and he still was like, I'm going to stab this rat though or punch this rat. Yeah. He was very dedicated to his job. You know, give that man a raise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's follow one for him. Okay, yeah, just find the king, and next time you talk, you can uh, you can let him know that you, he should be promoted. Our friend Scorchy, I think it's Scorchy. <laughs> what was his name? Well, technically, Scorchy. he's dead. You could name him whatever you would like if you guys want. No, no, I want to know the name that you prepped for him. That's what I want to know. I'm never going to tell you. You didn't ask him. God damn I'm not going to let you add a game like that, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if he, like- as he dies on fire, I'll give a thumbs up to Cody for for the for the grenade. Cody's so hype. And that means it is the knight's turn who gets there. He's going to use his rocket boots to launch himself up into the air and land uh, in front of you, Merrick, so that he doesn't put himself between the two of you and flank himself. Um, And he's going to attempt to hit you with his like whirring buzzsaw hands. uh, Nope, not with a seven. I don't think that's going to happen. That will not do it, no. Okay, then it is... Uh, back to the top with Cody. Um, these saws, are they like attached to him or is he like holding them? Um, so they popped out from underneath the, his like wrist or his like arm, Mm -hmm. like bracer sort of things. And he's now got like a handle that like he, he's using to control them. So they're not in his hands. They're sort of like uh, on the back of his wrist. Okay. So I wouldn't be able to disarm him. 
No, they are attached to his armor. So like even okay. if he let go of them, yeah, they still would be. still yeah. Cool. Um, in that case, I'm going to try to five foot. I assume I'd need to five foot twice to flank him, right? As in, like I couldn't do it this round. Um, you would have to move a lot. So like because he's in front of Merrick, so he's technically uh 15 feet away from you because there's the empty space where the grenader was. There's Merrick and then him. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to just move up. You know what? I'm going to shoot him and move up towards him. Actually, no, I'll just move up for- towards him and try to trip him. Okay, so you're going to stand like side by side with Merrick? Yes, yes. Okay, and you're using like mm-hmm. a combat maneuver trip? Yeah. Okay. Is that a- athletics or do I just roll? It's a it's a, like an unarmed attack. Perfect. Ooh, how's not that one do for you? Here we go. Here we go. Be nice to us, please. (laughs) So I believe the rules are when you fail a trip, you become prone. That's yeah, that sounds about right. So Uh, you go to how are you tripping him or how are you trying to trip him? I was trying to kick him in the side of the knee. I guess maybe he's just like his armor sturdy and he's sturdy and I misjudge and either like slip off the side of his knee or like, you know, when you try to kick something heavier than you and push yourself back. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you essentially just kicked a solid metal object with your shin and <laughs> it just like it just drops you to the fucking ground um, <laughs> and you are now prone. All right. Um, and he looks down at you and he sort of like points his his whole arm at you as the, the blades keep whirring. And um, you see like a smile through the, the slatted or the, the you know, slats through uh, through his helmet. <laughs> uh, Merrick, it is your turn. All right. Why don't you do me a favor and just tell me where they're headed before I kill you so I don't have to look around after we're done. He smiles. And he says, they're going to call you in their giant metal Penis? <laughs> Underground? <laughs> How does that he work? Looks at you, he looks at you and says, Oh, it's not a dick. No, it's a dick. It it looks like a dick. It's very phallic. Yeah, yeah, very phallic. It's not a dick. No, it's very phallic. Was did you consider other design options or did you just go straight to dick? He's he's very mad <laughs> at you guys now. Then he's like, he's like, shut up! Uh, shut up! Shut your fucking mouth! Well, I'll do that for you, and I'm just going to Channeling this photon energy, that light glow of red. I'm going to swing at this guy just straight on. I know this is going to be not an easy sort of fight. So come on, big money. Oh, wait, that's not good. That's just a 10 against no. KAC. You yeah. slang, or slam your, your solarium blade into his armor, and there seems to be like something under the paint. As you dig your blade in and you pull it out, there seems to be more layers of paint. What is going and on? Wait, what? It is uh, Durin's turn. There is one skirmisher now right mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, okay. And those boys are fighting the captain. Okay. Okay. Um, hopefully I can take out the skirmisher this round. So I can tell you what I'm thinking, Dan. You can let me know if I have the action economy to do it. Sure. Okay. Um, I love when you say this because it usually means you're going to destroy something. maybe um the only the issue is going to be uh pulling out my gun while moving that's the that's the that's where i'm going to ask so what i'm going to do do you have a base attack bonus of plus one yeah you must there's no way i I don't believe i yes yeah it would be well yes as as long as you have a base attack bonus of plus one you can draw a weapon as part of a move action okay but here's the thing 
a trick attack includes a movement to it. Can I draw during a trick attack movement? Yeah, I would say so. Is like what is that? That's that's the that's the hairy part because I'm going to drop my rifle, attempt to do the trick attack, which gives me the move, and during the move, draw my gun and fire. And that's why I'm like, do I have the action to do that? Otherwise, I'll have to just move, pull out my gun, and just fire normally. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, what what's the like actual action for? Like, is it a move action to use trick attack, or that's is it just full, like something? It's a full round action to use trick attack. It, it includes yeah, a movement yes. and an attack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll drop my rifle and maybe I'll like you know shove it at him. Take cover behind the smoldering body of his friend. Let's get that stealth going. <laughs> um, he is going to take an attack of opportunity on you since you of are course. leaving a threatened space. Absolutely, and I have plus four to my AC due to my mobility feat. Mm. Okay, he got a twenty. <laughs> Not yeah, a natural twenty, like... but like okay, right. twenty on the. Uh, yeah, uh, kinetic. I'm assuming. Yeah, so you take uh, okay. four points of, of slashing damage. Oh my god, ow, okay. Uh, so rolling my stealth, I get hit a little bit. Smoldering friend, my stealth is a 34. Oh yeah. They're, I have to beat 20 plus they, their CR. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not a level not 14, 14 CR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So while I'm moving, I get hit. Pistol comes out, little subtle boy, as I try to hit him for an 18 on the die. Not 18 on yeah. the die, 18 to hit. Yep. Gun goes off as I hit him for eight points of damage. How do you kill him? You know, they, he probably like loses track of me. I'm not sure. Was he close to his friend? What? Well, uh, his friend <laughs> should have a name. What was what was his name that he was really close to? Just I'm just curious. No, you didn't ask him, Tara. I'm not letting you metagame. <laughs> OK, fair enough. Um, <laughs> as he dies, he said, you killed Dismond and then you killed me. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and perhaps he loses track of me as like the napalm finally just erodes this person's smoke in and a and a bolt just kind of comes out through the smoke and he just goes down. Yes, as as this man that you don't know his name and never will, his skull <laughs> sort of like turns to ash. You put your hand through it and just shoot. And you've successfully killed all the skirmishers. Uh, and it is going to be the knight's turn. Yeah, this is the issue I think we have. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I wasn't on the ground. That's all I'll say. He's going to use his ability of reckless assault, which allows him... Oops. Uh, <laughs> um, Merrick, one or two? Yeah, uh, always number one, because I'm number one. Hell okay, yeah. well then... Um, does a 17 hit your KAC? Yes, it does. Fantastic. Um, Cody, this is a crit coming on to you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. I deserve it. I'm on the ground. <laughs> I'm number one. <laughs> no. no. Um, that's not bad. I rolled pretty low. You're going to take nine points of slashing damage as oh, he drives the chair his like spinning blade just directly into your chest and as he's like just holding it there and just buzz sawing through your your you know bits um he's going to take another swipe across your chest merrick for uh seven points of damage okay wait so i took the nine you took yes. the nine yes oh i was waiting on you to give me my damage I was like, oh no oh wait, hold on sorry no you're taking 12 i forgot to double his his base uh -uh. So 12 for Cody and 7 for Merrick. 
And that is his turn as he just begins wildly swinging his his chainsaw or his buzzsaw hands around. Uh, Cody, it is your turn. Uh, well, I don't really have any other option but to get up. So I guess you get another attack on me. I do. I mean, you could stay prone if you want. <laughs> I don't know if I can do prone? much from down there. But you can, you can. Prone, you just, right? Yeah, you just take I, penalties. Yeah, yeah, take the shot. When I was GM in Pathfinder, that's what I learned the meta was. Just don't get up and just keep attacking. It's way better than getting <laughs> hit again. Oh, yeah. you hit once. Um, cool. So that's not going to hit you. That was a nine. Okay, good. Uh, I guess like after the horrendous, what was it? A frantic assault? What did he do? Uh, reckless reckless assault. assault. Okay. I guess he's so reckless that like after I get injured, maybe he doesn't expect someone to jump up that quickly. But I'm an android. A shitty one at that. So that's just my, my bad parts. Uh, I'm going to get up, and as I surge up, I'm going to try to just, like, uppercut this guy. And I miss. <laughs> okay. We can't hit uh, this man. He's so big. That's a nine total, so. Yeah, no. Merrick, yeah, it is yeah. your turn. All right. Look, focus on me. All right? I'll be the one to take you out, you big home improvement project. Nice. Got Natural it. one. no oh guys we did so well for so brief of a time man we had that like boss until the boss that nice action movie starter Mm -hmm. you know do it okay and then fucking then this happened now terry this isn't a movie this is no quest for the wicked we know how this goes (laughs) we all just a bad skit (laughs) you know what i think for this i'm not going to be that cruel um, I think you, I think you're just gonna miss, um, and he's going to shove you back. Um, and I'm gonna roll a d4, and we'll see how many squares you fall back. Okay. Um, okay, so he's going to push you back 15 feet. Okay. As he just sort Probably of catches me. your blade and just yeets you further back to give a little bit of space, and now it's just you and Cody, or him and Cody. <laughs> what was the uh, cruel option? I was gonna throw you over the railing. Oh, that's a fire. That's fair, yeah. Thank you for not doing that. <laughs> uh, Durin, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to do... I like Harrowing Fire a lot, just because I want to get that plus two to whoever attacks him. Is Merrick going to be after me? It would be... Cody would be the first one to attack after. Cool. Um, all right. So I'm going to do Harrowing Fire and try to like get Cody some a plus two on his attacks. So I'll use my pistol. And that's, a, that's an 11. So uh, it doesn't work. Yeah, you just put a couple more shots into this, like, this sort of coat of paint that he has on him, and Mm. uh, it just kind of bounces off him. And it is going to be his turn, and Uh, you're the only one. Are you doing something, Darren? Yeah, I still have, like, my move thing. I was wondering if I can look at the two guys that I downed and see if they have any interesting gear. Like, I'm not going to do anything with it. I just want to see if they have anything interesting that I could potentially use. Um nothing that like you can see without rummaging through their stuff. Okay. Then, then that's my turn. Uh, but yeah, they're just like attacking with brass knuckles, essentially. Oh, assholes. Um, so this guy's going to full attack you, Cody. Oh yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, don't do this. I assume, don't, I assume a 12 doesn't hit your, uh, KC. It, it doesn't. We just can't hit each other. That's good. Um, I think at this point he's so 
just worked up that he's just wildly swinging his blades around knowing that like you guys can't hit him so he doesn't really have to take aim and (laughs) eventually one of these wild swings is going to fucking connect hey that's too real (laughs) (laughs) uh cody it's your turn hey you know what full attack right back i uh i think cody's like desperately weaving and dodging through uh through these blades and he's just trying to like find gaps in, in the assault and like, you know, get in some blows. Uh, nope. And nope. <laughs> Damn boys. <laughs> it's a four and a six on the dice and I'm taking yeah. minus four for doing two attacks. So I guess there's just too many blades. Hey, good news. Yeah. Uh, my heroin fire wouldn't have mattered then. So, Hey, it's a win-win. <laughs> no. Yeah. Merrick, it's your turn. All right, I'm moving in a little bit embarrassed after the bravado didn't work. Get on, so just, get on the that, other side. Well, then I would have to walk around him because we're both facing him from the same direction. Or even Hell just yeah. like if we start to work towards flanking, I don't know. I'm going to acrobatics. Let's do it. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh, dice is cocked. So re-roll it. Natural 20. <gasps> oh, fuck yes. <laughs> How do you how do you get on the other side of this man? Uh, oh, I'm doing a six limbed cartwheel, dude. Um, no one's prepared for the six limbed cartwheel. Uh, <laughs> so he sort of is like flailing his saws. I see a gap to his left. Merrick hits it on all all his limbs. Does a sick one like a middle school cheerleader. Uh, gets behind him and is going to make his attack. Amazing. The flanking bonus. Hell yeah. Yep. Hopefully we can finally hit now. Um, that's a 15 against KAC. Uh, unfortunately, that's not enough. Okay. We still can't do it. We're, we're getting closer. <laughs> um, you, he feels a, a clink from behind him. And once again, you kind of like carve off just like what you can now tell is like layers and layers of paint on top of this metal armor. Durin, it's your turn. I feel like you're trying to tell us something with this paint thing, <laughs> but I don't Okay. Um, I'm going to attempt a trick uh, trick attack uh, to move behind Cody, get myself a little closer. Of course, stay staying away from him, you know, as I go into stealth and I got a 28. That's enough. All right. Let's see if I can make the attack. Pistol in hand, taking aim, swooping behind Cody. Oh, hell yeah. Nine, sorry, not uh, unnatural 20 versus EAC. Yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Oh my god, yes. Nice. This is such a rush. <laughs> Six points of damage as I rush behind Cody. What type of a damage is it? Fire. Fire damage. Yeah. Do you melt the paint? That's that's kind of how it goes through. You see sort of like your, your blast goes in and it starts sort of like melting holes in in these layers of paint that he has on his armor. Uh, That's going to be his turn. Realizing he's now actually taken damage and is now at a disadvantage with being flanked, he's going to stop attacking so recklessly, and he's going to make a single attack against uh, Merrick. I don't think he likes the fact that you're you're swinging at him. No, okay. Uh, he, he does not hit. He, he turns around with, tries to hit you with a backhand, but you're still just cartwheeling around, I guess. <laughs> uh, Cody, it's your turn. All right. I feel like the full attack train don't stop yet. So full attack. I'm just going to try to like 
when he's distracted, I'm going to try like one, two him in the back of the head. <laughs> uh, I took the one, two a little too literally and rolled a two on the first attack. But the second attack is going to be a 16. Is that with a plus two? It is with the plus two. Technically, it's with the minus two instead of the. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. You feel you land a solid hit on the back and you feel like you've almost you almost hit him, but uh, just not enough power behind it. Uh, I got to stop attacking. (laughs) It's your turn. Oh, my God. Um, Okay. Is there anything in this area we can use to our advantage? Um, Um, There's still four grenades. Everyone was, is within range of the big boy, so if I throw a grenade at them, they're just going to get hit too, right? Hey, you didn't ask me if it was a good idea. You just asked me if there was things around. <laughs> <laughs> you make your own decisions. Okay. I mean, give um, me give me a check. What are you What are you looking yeah. for? You know what? Uh, I'm an engineering boy. I know this is kind of. I'm I'm not sure if there's anything exciting nearby because it just sounds like a, just a passageway that we're in. But I'll do an engineering. See if there's anything useful around. Just for funsies. Uh, otherwise you can tell me to fuck off. Uh, 20 unnatural. Um, so the majority of this castle is constructed almost entirely of old wood and scrap metal. Uh, the, the, the like platform that you are, are on isn't the sturdiest. And if you wanted to, you could probably find a way to collapse it. Okay. Okay. But you would have to be underneath it. Fair. Okay. I'm going to germinate on that a little bit. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to start to move underneath but I'm going to do a harrowing fire first. Okay. Oh, I got a 21, so it works. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the next time someone makes an attack roll against the knight, they'll get a plus two to their their roll. So oh, yeah. As I start moving down the stairs a little bit and potentially get underneath and see what I can do there. Okay. Uh, so that will bring back to... Did we skip Merrick? Yeah, we skipped Merrick. Yes, but I think we skipped it. Merrick. Um, so right. Merrick, sounds like Merrick. Merrick. Take your turn. I get, the, I get this harrowing fire, right? So I get another plus two. Mm-hmm. Um, so te- yeah, I mean, technically you wouldn't have it right now because uh, you would have gone before Dern, but because I fucked up, I'll give it to you. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. I look at him, I say, eventually one of us is going to have to hit. <laughs> uh, and that's, a, that's a natural 20, dude. Oh. Finally. Oh. Let's go. Let's bam, bam, bam. go. Hell yeah. Now, unfortunately, he is uh, armored, so he is immune to critical hit. No. Uh, don't you dare do that to me right now, Dan. You could tell me that, and I'd believe you, Dan. Don't. don't. Um, 17 points of damage. is finally it hits down the middle. He also has the, he has corrode uh, because of oh, my apocalypse yeah. shard. So he has he takes 1d4 damage uh, each turn. The DC for the save is 13. Okay. Uh, after the 17 points of damage comes through, Merrick makes eye contact, ready to go. Finally feeling good about himself after the embarrassing start to this fight. Well, as a reaction, he's going to use his whirlwind abilities as he <laughs> attaches uh, these like two little arms come out at his waist and he drops the blades onto them. And the blades now begin whirling around 360 around him. And Cody and Merrick are going to have to give me reflex saves, please. Uh, I assume a 13 ain't gonna do it it does not I also roll a 13 okay the DC is 14 (laughs) yeah Um, both of you take three points of slashing damage okay Um, and you know this now every time you uh, start your turn or every time you're uh, yeah every time on your turn uh, you will have to 
make a reflex save. Otherwise, you'll be slashed as these blades now circle him in a ferocious manner. Okay. Um, and it is his turn. And I think he's definitely going to take an attack on Merrick. That's fair. Ooh. He's critting you back, baby. No, no, he isn't. No, he isn't. Me and this man the have The sheer amount of crits we've done this game. Yeah, this has... is a lot of 20. We're making up for uh, it, boys. <laughs> so as how did, how did you crit him? Where, where did you hit him? Just down the middle. Like, I'm trying to tear up the stupid armor. Like, I'm, like, just doing, like, full power attacks. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to say with that with that crit, you managed to slice right through that sort of like inch thick casing of paint falls off to the ground. And uh, there's a brief moment of panic in his eyes. And once he realizes he's okay, uh, he just turns around and fucking cold cocks you. And you're going to take 15 points of damage. Ooh, almost out of stamina, boys. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Uh, what's mm-hmm. he hitting me with now? Just his fists? Yes, he's punching you with like the the sort of like metal brackets that uh, that used to hold the blades. Cool, um, Cody, it's your turn, and you're going to have to give me a reflex save, please. All right, uh, this can be a sixteen. You're good. Well, you'll take half. Uh, you take one point of damage. Okay, uh, I am going to uh, see. I like the idea of full attacking, but I don't like the idea of taking minus twos to all my rolls. So maybe I'm just going to try and, like, again, when he's turned, just, like, get a fucking, like, elbow in on the back of his head. Oh, Ooh, he also has to take corrode damage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1d4, and then he can roll the save. Um, okay, so he takes two points of corrode damage. And so he's that going slash to across his chest starts to ache. And you said it was 13? Yeah, I'm assuming it's fortitude. Yeah, well, he rolled a 14 on the die, so Perfect. whatever it is, he's good. All right, Cody, what'd you roll? So where did uh, where did the armor get split? Uh, like on the side that's facing me, his chest yeah. piece. Yeah, like his, his the whole like upper torso has sort of like come off like a cast almost. Perfect. Uh, I'm gonna make take advantage of that, and like while I'm weaving out of the whirlwind, I rolled a twenty three, so I assume I'm gonna hit this guy. That does it. Yes. So yeah, I just like weave out of his whirlwind, and like as I come around, just land like a solid fucking hit, and like my sonic pulse goes off. Fuck. <laughs> minimum damage, eight points. That's minimum. How do you kill him? Oh, I just no fucking way. like. I hit him. Is, I guess he's facing away from me, right? Yes. Yes, he's so, pretty much engaged with Merrick. So where the paint has flaked away, I just like crack him right in the back of the spine, and then the fucking sonic pulse goes through, and you just see him like his spine just like cracks around it, and he just drops down. Yeah. Yeah, you see him take a couple more steps. Uh, as sort of like the nerves all fire one final time and then he just hits the ground and the blades get lodged on on the ground and shake a little bit and then start smoking and then just sort of short circuit. Cody says, you need someone to watch your back and like looks around. All right. Like my friends. And he looks again for reaction off both of you guys. You get a thumbs up from Durin. Also from Merrick, you get uh, four thumbs up. Oh my god, that's the most thumbs up that Cody's ever gotten in his life. He's so happy. Durin's definitely going to go pick up his rifle because he doesn't want that ever to be forgotten. We need to figure out what the hell they're doing. Yeah, uh, I searched the big guy if he has anything on him that could be evidence or knowledge or whatever. Hey boys, I'll tell you right now, this is the first time you should search all of the boys. Oh, we can um, each take one. We can each, there's three of them. 
Uh, four. I'm picking four. up that bandolier, by the way. <laughs> um, so there's actually two bandoliers, which aren't like items or, you know, something that you have to wear, but you can if you'd like. Um, so there is uh, one frag grenade left, one incendiary grenade left, and then two of the gray ones, which someone can roll an engineering check and I'll tell you what they are. Ooh, I'm an engineering boy. I'll take a engineering check on that. Uh, 18. Yeah, they are concussion grenades. Mark two. That's, that's pretty useful. Um, so they do 1d4 sonic damage, and if they fail their reflex save, they get knocked down. We should probably split these up among us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, which which ones do you want? I prefer to have less blood on my hands. I'll take the concussion grenade or, or two. Okay. I pick up one of the red ones. This worked well for me last time. And I guess I'll take the frag grenade. Cool. And that was Mark 1? Yeah. Uh, yes, the other ones are Mark 1. The uh, incendiary and the frag are both Mark 1. Cool. The this guy also has two Mark One serums of healing. Ooh, mm. can I take one? Considering I gave one to a mini mock, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I take the other because I'm a little messed up? I'm pretty sure you also gave it to a mini mock. <laughs> I think I may have. <laughs> I, I, I still have the re- the replenishable one with us. Yeah, we need to use and it. And I have a I have a Mark Two in my backpack, so we don't forget about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I will also let you know that both of the regular boys that Durin killed also have a, a Mark One serum each. Perfect. Oh, hell yeah. Well, Durin, you for sure take one. And then yeah, I'll definitely take one. We got yeah, one you can left take the other, Cody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Merrick. And then on the big guy, there is two. Uh, or sorry, there's one Mark Two serum of healing. Oh no, sorry, there's okay. two. There's two of them. Yeah. Cool. I'll take one of those. And Cody should probably take the other one. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got the replenishable one, and we're we're in the in the thick of it. Yeah, cool. I try to stay as far back as possible. So if you if you boys have healing items, it's probably for the best. Cool. There are also three key cards. These white shiny key cards that have a black trim on them, and the logo of the Federation Ooh. on them. Wait, what? <laughs> and a keychain with three keys. <laughs> so three key cards, three keys. Correct. Oh no! What do you make of this? This isn't this isn't read as good to me. Who? No. Who are the Federation? I'll let Merrick answer. Yes, I don't know shit. So yeah, I do know things. They're in charge of like everything, right? Not everything, but they're like they're the governing body of uh, like this whole solar system in a way, right? It's called the Federation of Councils. It is a governing body of everything in Casamal. Anyone who chooses to join the Federation gets a seat. They they elect mm-hmm. or appoint a representative um, in various like fields, but everyone who decides to join the Federation gets a representative from their planet to make sure that everyone is, you know, on the same footing, uh, so on and so forth. Sorry, they're the ones that the Sononans are fighting against, right? Or like the so they separatist. are correct. Yes, yeah. Sonona uh, or Sonona's Prime is the only planet that hasn't joined the Federation mm-hmm. in Casimal. There isn't cool. necessarily tensions. There's no like ongoing conflict or anything. They just refuse to join, and the Federation just leaves them alone. Well, um, the Kaya aren't really friends of the Federation. They refuse to fully commit. I believe. Am I incorrect in saying that? Um, so Kaya, with with in re- regards to that, is like they tried you as a, a, a civilization or like a, a settlement of the Federation mm-hmm. and through their own trial process found you not guilty. Okay. Had they found you guilty, they would have contacted the Federation to have them deal with you. Why would the Federation be backing the nobles? It doesn't make any sense to me right away, but we have a couple keys and key cards to sort of get to the bottom of this. Let's have a look around. 
Because I, d- I doubt the kings would go before, like, hey, we represent this entire planet, right? Is there anything else on this guy's body, or is that... That is it. We need to check what's down this hole. Like, for all we know, the attack's already begun, and then we need to get back. We need to help. I don't know yeah. if we have much time. I don't know how we're going to make it back in time anyway. I know we have, like, I agree, we should check the hole. Maybe we can get there faster that way, but... Well, we should have a look around. Um, we're already here. Rushing yeah, isn't going to make much difference in the sense that if there's something here that can help, we may as well find it first so we can be better when we get back. Um, the only way to get our stamina back is the a resolve point in 10 minutes, right? Correct. Correct. I guess we start looking around. Yeah, let's investigate. Let's investigate. Hello, friends. Space Jam Dane here to do the things. I'm also accompanied by my very loud purring cat, so I apologize if you hear that soft, gentle rumbling of a happy kitten. First and foremost, I hope you're enjoying the episode. As I mentioned last week, we are nearing the end of the Whispering Woods arc. The climax of the arc uh, takes place over two episodes. We have already recorded them. We're in the process of editing them, which means the next time we sit down and record, we're going to be entering into the new arc. Not to get too spoilery, but the next arc is pretty sandboxy, which means I'm going to need a lot of NPC names, which means I want to pull you, our lovely, beautiful, uh, incredible listeners, and throw you into the story, add you into the Casamal system, and have the boys interact with you, or at least someone named after you. If that sounds like something you're interested in, there are a couple ways for me to use your name. First and foremost, uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at NoQuestCast. Talk about the show using hashtag NoQuestCast, or more easily for me, join the Discord server. Head on over to NoQuestCast.com, click the Discord link, you'll be invited on in, and you'll become part of our lovely family. You'll be welcomed by a bunch of incredible people almost immediately. You can join the Boomer Fan Club. You can share your fan theories if you feel like creating some fan art. There's a place for that as well. Or you can just shoot the shit with a bunch of other really cool people. The Discord server is where I'm going to be pulling names from first and foremost. It's just an easier way for me to access names. But I will also be checking Instagram and Twitter uh, when I have the time and especially probably during recordings. If I'm in a panic and they've asked me what someone's name is, I might just pop on over to Twitter and see the first person who's following us. But when I'm writing, I will pretty much be exclusively pulling from the Discord server. So if that's something that you're interested in, head on over to NoQuestCast.com and join the Discord server. And I think that's all we got to talk about this week. So I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode and we'll see you in two weeks. So I will describe sort of your options. Um, first and most obviously, there is the giant hole that the vessel was sitting on that just plummeted down. There's also the staircase even further down on the far end of the courtyard that you saw the nobles take whoever was working on the vessel down into what the big guy called the dungeon. There's another uh, large wooden door against the side of the courtyard. And then there is on the like platform you're at, again, at like the three o'clock position is where the drawbridge is. And there seems to be a structure there. And then there are a few more offshoots along the outer perimeter into rooms kind of similar to what you 
snuck in through. Okay. I so Cody's not exactly the most uh perceptive, but he definitely is very upset by the fact that people are caged up. Can he take the buzz saws and try to like free some people? Sure. You might have to do a quick engineering check because they did get fucked up when he hit the ground, but yeah. I I don't know if I can help, but if you Duren, if you can help me detach these these blades, maybe I can free some of the people. So Cody I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but those people may not want to be freed right away unless we can prove that they're safe. Unless we have a plan to get them out of here and to get them somewhere safe. Freeing them now, in their eyes, makes them enemies of the nobles, and they have nowhere to go. So maybe we should wait a little bit until we have a better idea of what's happening here. Okay. I do agree with Merrick. We, the moment we, we free them, it looks like they're with us, and that is probably equally as a death sentence as where they are right now. Okay, I'll check the drawbridge. Cool, yeah. So as you approach the drawbridge, you see that there is a a large building to the left. And then on the right, there is uh, another sort of scrap metal shack or shelter that houses a few of those motorcycles that you saw them riding before. But these Mm -hmm. ones don't have the drills attached. The drills seem to uh, are off to the side, hanging up from the, the ceiling and seem to be attached after the fact. Cool. Um, what's in the building? Is it like, can I get in there or is it locked or? Nope. It's just like a sliding, like a big sliding barn door. And there's a few more vehicles in there. There's like a Jeep and there's like a sort of like a big transport truck. And they all seem to be in fairly bad condition, but uh, they don't look like they're not in working order. On a scale of one and from a scale of like 10 being great and one being like our last vehicle, like where, where would they be? <laughs> uh, roll me an engineering check. Okay, well, am I over there with him? Yeah, we, I assume we're, you guys we're, are traveling we're not together. Split up. Okay, we're traveling together. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, we have no reason to split up. Oh, 19 on the die. Hell yeah. Um, I got a 31. Yeah, so you can tell the, the vehicles that are in the best shape are the motorcycles, uh, which are called mm-hmm. hogbacks. And mm-hmm. then the, the ones in the garage tend to be the ones, look like they're the ones that they drive into the fucking ground and repair when they have the parts. Um, so... They all do seem to be in working order, but if we're using the one to 10 scale, the motorcycles are at like an eight. These are all at like a three to a five. Okay. And I'll point it out like the motorcycles are clearly the, the best thing we got in there. How many of them are there? There's three. Oh, how nice and convenient. Should we lower this drawbridge just in case we need to make a quick exit? We don't know if there are any other nobles left, so I don't know if lowering the drawbridge will signal them, but okay. I do like where you're coming from, Cody. What do you think? Well, I guess the motorbikes hover anyway, so I guess we don't need the drawbridge. I have a suggestion, and I'm Please. not sure if this is what's... They 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 levitate. I'm just saying, if it's not a straight down hole the way they went, can't we just follow them down the giant hole? Yeah, you're probably correct. That's a good would idea. You, would you be able to put one of those drills on? Can I, Dave? Uh, I will say with yes, you're, you're, it looks like they're fairly easy to attach. You can, again, guess that like... Anything the nobles are capable of doing, anyone with any amount of skill could also probably do. No, I'll nod them. Like, yeah, I mean, I can do it if we need to. All right. Well, let's let's have a look at this hole. I do agree. Okay. I want to see this hole. I Cody's to, winking, though. Every time he says it. Wink. I want to stare into that hole so bad. Hey, let's look at this hole. Wink. Actually, if anyone knows what's going on here, shouldn't the people who helped build it know? They're downstairs, right? Should we go there, too, before we get near the hole? You'll pass the hole to get to the to the stairs. Uh, we may as well look hey, down it, I guess. It's perfect. Cool. So as you approach the hole, you can see 
that it's been fairly crudely mined out, very similar to the Topo Tunnels, but in a much less refined way. And every now and then you see some of those like glowing green crystals and the it drops about probably like 100 or 200 feet down and then begins to curve. Can the bikes handle a drop like that? You can, again, with, with Durin's guess, no. They need to be like a, a little bit off the ground. Uh, you would essentially just be driving or like dropping 200 feet on, on a vehicle. So like you you would do a lot of damage to the vehicle, if not destroy yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, we maybe fair. might have to go back the old-fashioned way, but let's... I was hopeful, you know. That was a great idea. We need to go back with answers, though. Yeah. All right, let's go talk to the people that built this thing. I guess moving yeah. towards the stairs down, shotgun out. I need to know who designed the giant dick drill. <laughs> we don't even know if it's a drill. It could just be a dick. <laughs> you guys walk past the hole. Um, there's also the the like big wooden doors uh, to the left of you, and then you reach the stairs going curving down along the the exterior wall of the courtyard uh, further underground. Sorry, I'm just wondering, should we cover those doors before we hit the stairs for going down? We may as well, I guess, check the doors out real quick. Is there anything notable about the doors, like drag marks or track marks going in or out, or are they big? Um, there's a big padlock on them. Cool. Do any of our keys fit this padlock? Uh, if you're going over and, and trying it out, yes. One of the keys on the captain's key ring uh, does open up this door. Yeah, I guess we'll check that out before we head down. So yeah, you you swing open these huge doors and you walk into what looks like some sort of uh, storeroom. There are crates and crates and crates of non-perishable food that have been hoarded here. Uh, Some of the boxes have Federation logos on it. There are also some uh, very sturdy looking wicker baskets that seem to have slightly more perishable stuff. So like cured meats, um, some jarred uh, sundries and jams, uh, pickled vegetables, stuff like that in them. And then at the far end, there is a like a, a caged off area with some more supplies. Oh, we got to check out the caged off area. Mm-hmm. Might as well be thorough. Um, you get there and there is another padlock on it. Try the key ring again, I guess. Yep. You have used two of the three keys on this thing as the padlock clicks open. Inside, there are uh, a few more what looks like maybe higher quality like food rations and stuff like that. Um, there's a couple jugs of and bottles of liquor. There's uh, Cody some... takes one of them. <laughs> <laughs> there's some ammunition. There's a couple batteries and a couple uh, bullets and stuff. Oh, so if anyone needs yes. to refill yeah, their ammunition, somewhere. now's the time to do it. Yes, I, I will. I will take one of those batteries and reload my guns since I only had two rounds in it left. So yeah, I had about 15 shotgun shells left. Can I, and I start with 25, do I just refill or can I go up to like 50? I will say, yeah, you can, you can do, you can like refill your supply and then get like another backup. Okay. So there's enough for uh, two batteries for energy weapons and enough Mm -hmm. to, for two clips of whatever weapon you're using. Perfect. And then more noticeably, there are these three carbon fiber uh, rounded edge, shiny plastic or shiny like carbon fiber chests that have a black strip around them and a yellow display. And that display seems to have a 
like swiper on the top of it. And on the top is the logo of the Federation. I wonder how do we open these as uh, Merrick takes up the key cards. I'm wondering, are they intercepting like things coming to the planet or are they just like, but then again, they keep taking things like from the other tribes. So they could have just, the other tribes could just had these or the other clans could just had these, right? Do we have any indication like in the room on whether these were stolen or given like there's, are there requisition sheets or any indication that these were come across like legally, or do we just have no idea? There is absolutely no record or bookkeeping or organization mm-hmm. skills whatsoever in here, other than the fact that it seems like whatever's in this cage is good yeah. or, or much better than what's outside of the cage. Well, I think we need to check inside. <laughs> Cody swipes someone. I've got a her. feeling, Duran, that uh, after what happened on the cube, that the Federation has other objectives right now. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Cody. Let's pop these bad boys open. Beep. And the screen below the card reader says, scanning for biometrics. Please place your thumbprint. Oh, let's uh, go get that corpse. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to have to we're going to have to cut off a thumb. We're going to have to cut up a thumb. Um, no, so I will say it's how do I how do I how do you this? get us to not mutilate a corpse? It's no, trying no, no. to it's not key to a certain individual, but it will read your Correct. data and it, do something for you it seems to be scanning whoever's opening it so a little like a little yellow beam takes a little like up and down of you cody and then asks for you to present a fingerprint i feel like cody would just do it <laughs> he probably wouldn't think about it much so he's just like beep thumb down like Ooh. looking at the others like uh it begins sort of like rumbling and hissing and you can see a golden light inside of it sort of like moving back and forth and you can hear sort of like and the little screen says fabricating and after a couple seconds it hisses and the top of the the lid sort of like and releases and slowly opens and a little bit of steam rises out of it and inside is this soft golden light and you have found your first loot drop cody inside is a pair or a set of ash dendron armor okay okay i want a loot box i want a loot box (laughs) i i disarm them of theirs and do it again for myself (laughs) uh we all get a loot box hell yeah uh, all right, yeah, I'll swipe one. Fuck it, I'll take my little um, card and swipe cool. one of those things. And as it does it, it does the same sort of process. It scans you. You you put your thumbprint on. It does the fabricating and hisses, opens, and cracks open. Um, I'll I'll give I'll I'll go through what's in Cody's box first. Okay, okay, yeah, fair, fair. I got excited. I got excited. The Dendron Ash armor is a sort of living defense armor that is made of bioengineered wood and advanced micro spun polymers. Um, very oh, yeah. fitting for Goa. This seems like almost very similar to uh, the Verdant Guard armor that they wear. Mm-hmm. It's just missing sort of that polished brass piece. So it has an EAC bonus of plus five. Damn. It has a KAC bonus of plus eight. Damn. It has a max oh, dex bonus of plus three, armor check penalty of minus two, and a speed adjustment of minus five. Hell yeah. Cool. Thank you. But that's not all that's in there. There is a small kind of L-shaped gun with a circular connector. And you... Actually, I'll need an engineering check for you to figure out what the hell this thing is. <laughs> Cody picks up and goes, 
Doran. <laughs> <laughs> One moment, I'm too busy. It's just like, I'm just addicted to it. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I got a unnatural 20. Um, cool. This is a grappling hook. Ooh. It has a 30-foot reach and can support up to two medium creatures. Uh, the cable has a hardness of 5 and 20 HP. I will send this all to you. You don't have to remember it. Cool. I'm just letting the audience know. Um, it's a move action to retract the cable. It's a mm -hmm. move action to detach the hook. So if you shoot it, it's a standard action. And then you can use your move action to either like zip line up to it, to wherever mm -hmm. you've attached, or it's cool. a move action to detach the hook to whatever you grappled it. Okay, cool. Um, to awesome. target an object, you you must succeed a ranged attack roll against an AC of five, unless mm -hmm. it's, I will put modifiers on it. If you're trying to hit something like a moving car will be a little cool. more difficult, but if you're just hitting like a standard wall or something, It'll mm -hmm. be an AC of five. To target a creature, you have to beat their KAC plus eight as if you're grappling them, and they will be okay. considered grappled. Cool. Um, they can break free with a grapple check uh, or with a athletics check equal to the attack roll that you succeed in the grapple or by breaking the cable. If the cable does get broken, it's unusable for a day while the replicator makes a new fiber in that sort of circular connector. Nice. I will also say, because I know you'll try to use it, um, you are not able to use this as a reaction if you fall. Unless okay. you're falling more than 180 feet. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you All have right. to use it, you're not in a good place in the first. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank um, you. And, and that is the grappling hook. Duran, you said you were going next. So your loot box clicks and hisses open. And inside you see a suit of temp weave armor. Oh, my. oh what, what color was the loot box when it opened? Uh, they're always gold. Damn it. Trying to get the purple ones. Yeah, I want a legend. All right. Uh, so what? What was it again, uh, Dan? Um, it's called Temp Weave Basic. Temp so, Weave Basic. So it is a EAC bonus of plus four, a KAC bonus of plus four, a max Dex bonus of plus five, and no penalty to speed or armor checks. Oh my god! And that's not all. Inside oh, oh is another pistol. You're like it's um, fucking Christmas. This feels so good. <laughs> And you will be receiving an arc pistol static. Um, it is a one-handed small arm pistol. It does 1d6 electricity damage, has a range of 50 feet, has the critical effect of arc 2. So if you critical someone within, I believe, 10 feet, it shoots off and electrocutes them as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it has the option to do non-lethal damage if you would like to. Oh my god, thank you so much. And finally, Merrick, I assume you're also opening your, your kit? Oh, you're, yes, 100%. Then you also get the exact same armor, the Temp Weave armor, but yours has something already attached in the upgrade slot, and okay. they are called Descent Thrusters. This is, you. I'm not going to make you roll a uh, engineering check to figure out what it is, because these are specifically made by Kasathan engineers that are meant to help them navigate like the steep cliffs of their homeworld. Um, so it is essentially Feather Fall if you fall. So you can activate it as a reaction or as an action or as, as part of an action to jump off something. It descends you slowly and safely and you take no falling damage. That's so good. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so Dan, can we like this whole moment we're taking to suit up, can we also take 10 minutes to use a resolve point to get some stamina back? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I will allow that. Cool. Thank you. I am out of resolve points. So if I die, boys... Oh, no. It's on you guys to get me back up. I really wish I hadn't wasted them on the yes. drinking. <laughs> Oof. 
Cody is taking that a bottle of liquor though. Okay. Um, and as we're leaving this room, when we we're done, I'm going to lock it back up. Sure, not a problem. I'm really glad we didn't go downstairs before we checked here. Man, I uh, I agree. I totally, yeah. completely agree. How do I look? Uh, like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but Merrick said it first. Yeah, the branches and all the leaves sticking out on either side kind of ruined the effect, but I like it. Yeah, it the best thing is, like, it, I know, like, you do actually, like, you're literally just wearing, like, bark armor. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I imagine it, like, as, like, smooth, liqueured, like, badass, like, black tack armor, kind of. Oh, yeah, it's bioengineered, like, so, like, it looks cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. You're going downstairs? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So you descend down into what was called the dungeon, and aptly so, you see it's this long hallway, and at the end is this set of double metal doors, but on the left-hand side is a cell, and this one has a, a door to it. This one looks like an actual prison cell because people can come in and out of it um, and behind it there are about 20 people of all various ages and races and genders who are just kind of like crumpled in the like you know what i mean like they're so dejected they're so tired they're so hungry but they all seem to be alive are you okay they're so tired they didn't hear you come down and when you say that a lot of them kind of startle but one man stands up almost defensively and puts himself forward and he is this barrel chested round man the tank top he's wearing now has just been like soaked through in sweat and there's blood stains on it and he's got this like thick pelt of chest hair and this coarse black hair on his arms um and he's got a a like twist of thick dreads that have been twisted up onto the top of his head sitting almost like a crown and he's got a graying goatee and he looks at you with clenched fists so how much do you hate the nobles can i roll a perception to see if anyone's wearing the matching wedding band for cyrus sure fuck uh that's a 10 <laughs> hold on let me check my you know what i will say that is enough because the man who's currently clenching his fists uh you see the ring on his hand. i come right up to the bars i hold out the ring don't. And when he does, uh, he it's too late. It's happened. Yeah, I know. When no. he just, I wish he was a little bit more subtle about it. You know, give some context. So like, oh, hey, the man I love, your love is safe. Cody, we have to talk about social cues. Cody's led by emotion. Okay, <laughs> uh, I go up and I say, Andre, we've we've met Cyrus. He's safe. Uh, well, you're good because you rolled net 20 to fucking deck you. <laughs> he looks at you for a second. He says... How the fuck did you get that ring? He he gave it to me. He he let us know what was happening out here, and and he sent us. I, he's alive. He's alive. We saved him. Um, safe and alive in Kaya. And I told him I'd make sure you get back safe and alive too. Shut up! Shut up! And all of you, shut up! And he turns around for a second, and he leans against one of the pillars, and then just like collapses to his knees. And begin sobbing. All right. Everyone else, as uh, our friend takes his well-deserved moment, we come from outside, from the Kaya. Whatever the nobles you were building for the nobles that went underground, well, they've done it. And they are doing whatever they plan to do. 
All I can tell you is that we plan to stop it. So, whatever information you have for us that we can use, what they built, what their plan is, we'd be, we would love that. It'd be great help. Then you have to let us know what you want to do. Obviously, we could free you from here. Um, if that's what you want, and I hope it is. Andre stands up and walks over to you and says, You can open the cage. I have uh, a key ring that's missing that has one more key, I think, that hasn't been used yet, so let's hope so. Open the cage. Okay, I go to open the cage. And the second you do, he turns around and looks at the people in the cage and he says, get everyone out, get everyone to safety. And he fucking runs. And he begins running up the the stairs back into the courtyard. There's uh, food food upstairs um, through the wooden doors. And I run after him. We, we do have watch. the key for that. They they should probably they probably need that. Well, let's oh, yeah, wait. We're getting too well. We're getting there out. was food outside too, right? No, it was in the storeroom. Oh, I thought we just relocked the cage part. Once again, I get I get it, guys. You want to help these people, as do I. But we have to take our steps here and watch ourselves and pace it. Well, either way, I'm running after uh, Andre. Um, he gets America, to... I'm like, Co- Co- Cody gets a little excited, you know. I know. Um, he gets into the center of the courtyard and he puts his hands around his mouth and he begins yelling, Michael, Michael. And he's looking around. Your kid? There's people built into cages upstairs. Come, I'll show you. And I lead him up. Yeah, he follows you. I bring him up to where they are and I guess let him, you know, look around. Yeah, he, he gets in there and he begins like going from, from bar to bar and he's yelling. He's just like, Michael! Michael! And after about 30 seconds, a small voice from the back of the cage says, Dad? And once again, you see Andre sort of like buckle at his knees as he holds himself up by the bars and he just says, I'm going to get you out. I'm going to get you all out. Just give me, just give me a second. And he tries to pull the bars and he tries to bend the bars and he's not doing anything but you know trying to tap into sort of that angry dad energy that parent energy that gives us the super strength to to lift cars off kids um but he's he's too tired he's too hungry and he's not doing anything i assume i know enough that i can't physically help him but we'd need like a tool or something right uh yeah it, it would be like these things are welded into the the stone um merrick and durin what are you doing so uh, did everyone run after andre or is the the rest of them sort of just like slowly walking up or there's like three people who have the strength to sort of get up and they're attempting to get people out of the cage and sort of just less laying them down on the stairs and going back in and trying to help them out Cool. So uh, Merrick's going to help out, obviously using his strength and extra arms to help carry people up to the courtyard. Yeah. Uh, if they want his help, he's not going to force himself on them. Uh, no, everyone everyone does. It, it seems like Andre was the only one who sort of had any sort of fervor left in him. Okay. Uh, then I, I'll, yeah, just get everyone out first. Then I'll open the storehouse and get some food and water uh, and sort of bring it to the middle of the room. Yeah, people are very happy. Like people are just like chugging the water skins and uh they're not so much going for the food right now, but the the water seems to be uh what's really driving them and, and getting their spirits a little higher. Darren, what are you up to? Um, well, 
I kind of want to talk to Andre. And I know he's having a moment. I know he's dealing with some shit. But I need to take a very serious second and be like, I understand this is a good moment for you, but right now, the nobles are digging to Kaya, where your Cyrus is. We need to know what you built and what is happening so we can stop it. I'm not answering your questions until my son is out of this cage. So help me do that and I will answer all of your questions. But right now, the only thing that matters to me is his safety and his freedom. Do you understand? We have these these blades that the captain is using. Go engineer off those blades. Sure, yeah. As you go out, um, Andre kneels down beside you on the other side with the other the other blade, and he's going to engineer it with him with you. I rolled a 30. Cool, he rolled a 22. Okay, you know what? Not bad, um, so not you, bad. You guys both managed to get these blades off and sort of hot wire... Uh, some sort of like power back to them and they're just kind of spinning together and mm-hmm. uh, he goes back in and begins just sawing through the 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 cages. I'm going to give the other one to Cody so Cody can you know. Yeah, I'm going to go help. Do his thing, have his moment. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and it, it doesn't take long for enough of a you only need to get like three or four of the bars off and the people begin cautiously pouring out and down and joining people out in the courtyard. And finally, uh, one of the last people is a small child who runs out and just gets like absolutely enveloped in Andre's massive arms. He grabs him by the face and he like kisses him on the forehead and he hugs him again. And he looks up at the three of you. And I guess the the two of you, because I I assume Merrick is still tending to people in the courtyard. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. And he looks at, at both of you and he says, thank you. Let's answer some questions. We need to know how to help Kaya. And we need to know what you built. He begins walking out and points to the the center where Merrick is. And he says, go get some food, go get some water and help anyone you can. And Michael begins running down and he turns to look at you guys and he says, I can tell you what I built. But there were two camps that were building things and they kept us separate. They kept us isolated. So I have no idea what they made. I, I I can't help you there, but you probably saw what I made. The dick. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it was weird that they wanted me to make it look like that. <laughs> it's just, God damn it. I was taking the moment so seriously until... Anyway, sorry. Yeah, it's essentially a cheap knockoff of what the topo use it is a a drilling vehicle that's meant to move much faster and dig more efficiently and they're using it presumably to tunnel to kaya sorry this is a a nile question how many like people could have fit in that thing because in my head it wasn't gargantuan uh you saw at least like 100 people get in there okay um, he looks at you and says, I wouldn't, that's not really the thing you need to be worried about. We were making the vehicle. The other team was making the weapon. And I don't, like I said, I don't know what they made. And unfortunately, that's kind of the, the rub. I, I think if you wanted to, to really defend Kaya, you would need to know that. And unfortunately, I, I can't, I can't help you. 
Where's that other team? He looks out at the courtyard and he says, they finished their job. They weren't needed anymore. Can you give us anything? Anything you heard or saw? I know it was a design by the king himself. I know he kind of has a, a, a sanctuary of some sort. I don't know. Maybe he left blueprints around. Maybe he left schematics around. Something that might give you a hint as to what it is. But they made very, very sure that we weren't communicating with one another. The sanctuary. Do you know where it is? Uh, believe it or not, no. They didn't exactly let us roam around and explore. Did you hear any of the guards talk about the apocalypse? What the hell? You, the apocalypse? Isn't that what the, the green show is called? The living apocalypse is... Yeah. Living apocalypse, yeah. But he doesn't know what you're talking about. How about an elephant? Oh, yeah. I mean, we built that for them ages ago. Now, <laughs> I knew there's it. No, there's no elephant. <laughs> um, okay. Andre, thank you. Uh, Cyrus is safe. We're going to do everything we can to keep him safe. And we're going to get you two back together. I promise. Yeah. We're going to do what we can. Okay. I got to tend to these people and uh, get them good to move because we can't stay here. And I suggest you don't either. Uh, do, do we hand him off the key for the food and supplies? Merrick has it, yeah. There's uh, vehicles up the front. Uh, leave us a bike if you could. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're not leaving until we... You'll know when we're going. Don't worry. Okay. And I kind of like... I don't know if they can use the like spiky knuckle things that the noble skirmishers were using, but I kind of like point them out just so they can like arm themselves somewhat. Now, nah, those things are like on their arm, like hands, like they're they're not going anywhere. Okay, okay. Uh, Merrick, what are you what are you up to? Um, I'm just helping out, spreading out food, helping the old, just like chatting to people, asking very small questions, like. If they saw anything weird, if they, you know, if anyone was doing the cleaning, stuff like that, like very like, consp- like inconspicuous things. Um, so they will let you know that the king and the knight often walk past them to the the double metal, like the metal doors at the the far end of the hallway in the dungeon. And that's kind of the the information that they're they're able to give you outside of what Andre has told. I will also let you know that, like, they've all told you what they we're building yeah. as well because they were working on the same project. So you also know everything that uh, Durin and Cody know. Fantastic. I'll wait for uh, Dar- Durin and Cody to come back down. Yeah, we would. If, we're, if we've if we gotten every all that info, yeah, we'll, we'll head back down. All right. Mm-hmm. I think I know where we're at the checkout next. Lead the way. We'll check it out. We'll get on the bikes and we'll head back to Kaya. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, we head down. I follow him. Uh, cool. Yeah. So at the end of this hallway, there are these two large double doors. They are unlocked as they swing open. You are met with the throne room. It is complete stark contrast to the rest of this place. Well, most of the, the castle is a scrap metal and old wood. This is like a, a well masoned room of stonework. Uh, there's like an inlaid stone floor. There is a dirty, but nice long purple rug that leads up to a raised uh, dais that has this incredibly beautiful and ornate ivory throne. All right, let's look around. Uh, shout out if you find anything. There must be elephants here. It's made of ivory. <laughs> well, he's there must be elephants somewhere. You're right. Uh, cool. I guess we'll just look around the room. Do you want some perception checks? Oh, I want to I I investigate would. the shit out of that throne. 
Okay. Perceptions? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, 17 from Merrick. 16 okay. from Cody. Okay. Nine for Durin. Durin, you, the one thing I can tell you about the throne as you get closer to it, there are these like almost impossibly small thousands of carved flowers in it. And when you get there, you realize that this isn't like, this isn't fake. This is a work of art and an actual throne. Damn, actually. Cody and Merrick, it's not difficult to find this, but on the platform behind the throne, there is a a, a sliding door. Okay, we'll slide it open. And as you do, you enter into a vaulted ceilinged room. It is small. Merrick, you almost have to like crouch to get in and the ceiling isn't much higher. You're you're probably like a, an inch away from scraping the top of your head on this this room that has been crudely uh, excavated out. It is not part of the castle or anything and it seems fairly recently done and poorly done. In the center of the room there is a metal circle with a dome over top of it or covering it um, at the back wall there is a iron workbench that has a bunch of monitors above it that all seem to be flickering or on like a static white noise screen and then in front of the this domed thing there is a small wooden table that has a personal computer on it or like a terminal and within the wall, someone has also carved out a small alcove that seems to be city, like a, a set up with a bed uh, filled with like these thick furs. So the dome in the metal circle, is it like see-through? No. And as you get closer to it, you can see that it looks very similar to that, that knight's armor and has been covered with layers and layers of paint. I don't like the look of this. No. It's very concerning. Okay, let's have a look. Uh, Darren, why don't you get on the computer, search it for files, and then see if you can get a hold of Shortjack and let him know what's going on. I will do that. So I will say that your your means of communicating with Kaya was the barge. <laughs> Where? What, what happened? What did you do with the barge, Darren? <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, Darren. We all make we all make mistakes. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, so yes, the 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 points of interest of this room seem to be the workbench, the terminal, and the dome. Well, I'm taking the terminal. Um, okay. I'll I'll go to the dome. I'll take workbench. I got a 25 on my computers. Um, yes, it is locked, but with a 25, you manage to open it up. No problem. Hell yeah. In there, you have three options on its like home screen. It says personal logs, watcher logs, and dome control open slash close. Does it? say anything about the dome control thing like does it imply what it is at all or anything like that or you can open it and you can close (laughs) it i'm gonna fuck it i'm just gonna open it let's open the bad boy uh uh, merrick's gonna go check it out so let's open it up oh that's cody Um, sorry cody's checking it out let's just open it up that's this where i die i'm gonna raise my shotgun as it opens you hear a like a as the dome begins to open the room fills with this green light, and everyone has to give me a fortitude save, please. Oh, God damn it. That's God the apocalypse. Damn. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a seven. Or an eight. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dan, I rolled a ten. Mm-hmm. I rolled a twenty-four. Uh, okay. Is fortitude my worst save? Sure fucking is. 
Durin and Cody, you take 13 points of radiation damage. Oh, oh, I close it. I close it. I fucking close it. Merrick, you take you take six points of radiation damage. Close it immediately. (laughs) As you see a brief glimpse of a incredibly large green and black crystal and you close it and it seals shut. And all of a sudden that green light goes away. Merrick, you feel your solarium blade sort of react to that. Yeah. And your apocalypse shard crystal now offers you a plus two bonus to your damage instead of just a flat oh, one. Sick. Oh, no one's going to get mad at Durin. <laughs> he may have fucked up. Don't worry. He gave you a bonus. <laughs> As a Solarian Dane, mm-hmm. can I figure out how much like effort it would take to like refine what I just saw? You'd have to give me a physical science check. Okay, I have it, so I can roll it. It's not great, but... Oh, that's only going to be an 11. Um, that's enough to know that, like, th- incredibly difficult. The amount of radiation this thing puts out a- and the amount of effort it would take to refine into something usable, it, it would be so difficult. And it would be so yeah. risky. Um, and the fact that it's just kind of chilling here this close to the surface. I mean, you guys are underground a little bit, but it uh, it's not great. It is it is not a good thing that this thing is this close to the surface. Mm, okay, that's very fair. Are they using it for like a like to create energy or anything like that? Or is it just there? All you know right now is you opened a dome and that's what it was covering. Fuck it. Let's go through the logs then. Oh, wait. Oh, I guess Merrick should do his thing first. I will also give you with your physical science check. The reason for the paint is they're using lead paint as a means to protect themselves from radiation. Uh, that's cool. Interesting. Okay. Oh, we've been cutting up and like blowing up that paint all around us. We probably have heavy metal poisoning at this point. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, if you kept that thing open, you would have had radiation poisoning too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I like how I'm basically back to where I was after the fight. Um, I'm trying like, to figure out. You could out have if looked it's... at the logs and read what they were doing, but no. I got excited. You were approaching. I was like, "All right, hey, let me let me help Cody out, and you hey, know, let I me open that up for cautiously. It helped Merrick out. Um, it did. So, <laughs> give and take. Is it? I can't figure out if I trust because we keep on having this divide in our thought process. Moments we think that nobles are geniuses, but then clearly they're not. After looking at that throne, which I don't think they made themselves, it could be where they think they inherit this right that they have. Maybe they came upon some ancient ancient kingdom, some ancient group, and they sort of inherited what they thought was their birthright. But when it comes to the crystal, I can't really figure out, unless you keep looking at the logs, Durin, if it is there for some purpose of their plan, or if it's just some weird site of worship i can't really get a handle on it if it was worship it'd be more public so probably it's something to do with their scheme but i don't know if they're smart enough to handle the energy i'm divided you saw what i saw that that king he heard something or was talking to Mm. someone that's clearly working against us in a way no way ghost would have been able to find us i i don't think to be fair he looked like a useless weed the storyteller in me really wants it to be the spirit of a fallen king, but I don't even know if ghosts are real. Have you ever had a moment where you heard something? No. From from the other side? The voices they keep bringing up, I, 
I didn't bring it up earlier, but I, I did hear it once. I'm not sure if any of you have either. Didn't I, have. I hear voices? I heard voices. Yeah. Merrick and Durin have both heard the, the whispers, yes. Oh, no. Don't know what that means, but whatever he's hearing is very real. We need to figure out what this is, and fast. I think we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah let's let's go through the logs. Cool. So I will say, uh, Durin, if you want to go through the logs, Merrick, if you want to go through the workbench, mm-hmm. or I, I will tell you what's on the workbench since you were heading over there. Um, there seems to be a book of schematics, but Fantastic. the shorthand is almost illegible or completely like made up of nonsense. So you'd have to look at the schematics using engineering to sort of piece together what the hell, what they were building and what it was used for. Okay. And then the personal logs is just a, it'll take about an hour to like read through it and I will give you a, a gist of it all. Okay. Let's, uh, let's look at these schematics first before we commit an hour. Okay, cool. Um, so give me some engineering checks. Also give me a perception check as well. Everyone can take these, make these checks if they want. I'm going to roll the perception if uh, you want to do the engineering, Dern. Yep, we'll do. I got a 19 perception. I also got a 19 perception. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. a 23 engineering. Okay. There are two things that really stick out to you. One, you have you go through it, Dern, and, and you've already recognized a bunch of stuff you've seen. You see plans for the Trojan Worms. You see plans for the Watcher's Eyes, which are the cameras that they had implanted on that the dude on the Topo ship. You also see the drills meant to go on to uh, the hogbacks. Uh, You see what looks like preliminary drawings of the drill that that Andre and his team built. But the one thing that you seem to that seems to like have been really worked on and refined over and over and over again is some sort of device that looks like the size of almost like a monster truck tire. It's like this big round circular device that's meant to strip material away from a surface. The fuck? The bark from the tree? Holy shit. <laughs> uh, Merrick, I think you're onto something with that. That's real bad. That's real bad. That's real bad. Um, I, uh, I, I can't tell if we have to spend the time to go through these logs, but I don't want to leave here and miss something, but I also don't want to eat up too much time. I don't know. It's We either get there as quickly as possible... Or we take a moment and understand what we're about to hit. It's we need we need to know what we're up against. Okay. Right now Depends. we we don't really know, and that's not helping anybody. We, I, I guess I'm hoping that whatever they built, it's not as good as the topos, and they're not going to be that quick. Okay. Fuck. Take I'm, the hour. I, I'm leaving it up to you all on this. I don't, I don't I don't know what the right call is on this one. We need to find out what this is. We can't fight what we don't know. Do you I'll agree, trust Cody. He has. There's a lot. Of, I. Yes, for now, I think. We're going to go through the logs. The first bit reads very boring. The king, as you know him, uh, used to be the prince. His father was the king prior to, and prior to that, his father was one of the knights. And he usurped the king by killing him because he felt like the king wasn't doing enough to attack Kaya and to kill the cur- like destroy the tree's curse and the the current king when he was the prince did the same thing to his father because he thought his father was not doing enough to destroy kaya and unfortunately there seems to be an additional component to this where the king had kept claiming that the planet was talking to him and that he was being guided by the soul of the planet to free it from the the tree's corruption I hear trees curse and I hear trees corruption. Is it explained at all in these 
They think that what the tree did is a curse. So the fact that it restored life to the gift, for whatever reason, they think that is not how Goa is meant to be, and instead the planet should be like the fringe. So they're space anti-vaxxers. <laughs> well, if you think about it in a way, if the roots are reaching out to here, it could be pulling nutrients. The living apocalypse here. is talking to the king. Mm-hmm. You think so? Somehow. The, the, the apocalypse and the tree have an interaction, if I remember correctly. They, they can't go together. Am I correct in saying that, Dane? That's what happened? Um, so essentially what happened was someone came down to protect the people of Goa. Uh, everyone went underground. Uh, a massive battle ensued. And when they finally went back to the surface, the apocalypse was gone and the sapling of the tree was there. And it was beginning. And as it grew and, and patients took care of it, life slowly began to regrow but stopped at the Fatati range. Question, how old is Patience? Um, the tree was about 500 years ago. Shit, okay. Um, when we were in the Topo ship and he showed us the apocalypse, that green liquid, didn't he say something about interacting with like tree roots? It was the tree roots were like eating it basically, right? It was counteracting the radiation and it was attempting to sort of stitch those massive chasms back together mm-hmm. to close them. Yeah, I've got I've got a feeling the apocalypse is behind this somehow. Okay, uh, what what else do the logs tell us? Once he usurped control from his father and killed his father and took the mantle of king, he put his plan into action. He started raiding the other clans. He started amassing an army. He started raiding uh, supply drops. He started stealing food from Kaya. He started, and that seems to be what the storeroom was, was just like anything that they could get a hand on. They had spies in the capital that was robbing Federation ships when they could. Supply drops for the people. Uh, Kaya sometimes brings it, like puts it at the edge of the Futari range for anyone who needs it. That were the wicker baskets. So they were stealing as much as they could and amassing as much as they could to feed their army. They were activating all their watchers in all their clans being like, cool, it's time to join us or die and the king started getting visions of these machineries and these things that could be used to assist in the destruction of Kaya of course most importantly okay is a project that he's codenamed project lumberjack of course <laughs> uh that's right. kind of it's everything it's supposed to... That name is everything it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I appreciate okay. it, Dane. Um, Dane, during the time that Durham was taking to go through the logs, I, I just spent some time sketching the throne and start, like examining the throne a little bit. Sure. With the main goal of trying to figure out if I can guess how old I think it is. I'm trying to think if this throne precedes, I don't know, a lot give of me things. A, give me a culture check. Okay. That would be a 21. This, you get the the distinct feeling that this isn't from Goa. Mm. Where's it from? Interesting. No idea. Not a clue. Okay. Okay. First things first, is there any way we can like raise communication over to Kaya? Um, no, unfortunately not. Nothing here we can like jury rig together for a like communication in any way. You know what? Give me an engineering check. Let me see if you can figure out how to convert this right, we'll uh, this we'll terminal. Uh, Twenty-three. Did you say crit, Merrick? No, I was just hoping it was crit. I was <laughs> no, no, it was just crit. literally the same roll as last time. So twenty-three. 
you're able to open a almost like a like a messenger, like a text mm-hmm. thing, like MSN, kind of uh, yes, but but far more rudimentary. It it seems like there is a character limit, but you don't know how much. Uh, the first word is going to be shortbread. Okay, prepare nobles coming underground. Tree, tree. Okay, is that what you're sending? Apocalypse question mark. <laughs> We'll put apocalypse question mark, but uh, I'm, I'm putting it at the end because it's not as super important. If it gets cut off, that's okay. I hope just the word shortbread for some reason goes through. I don't you know, know what? I think that'll be enough. To, I'm going to hope that his uh, his sense motive is high enough that he'll know what that means. I don't know what it means. <laughs> it was the password. Oh, yes. Can we bring something with us so that like if we get within range of Kaya, we can like get more of a message in? So, like, obviously we can't contact them properly from here, but if we're racing back, at least we can get some communication, like the personal computer or something. Uh, you definitely wouldn't be able to to bring this thing with you, but it's okay. like the, the place has been cleared out mm-hmm. when the nobles left. Like, there's nothing really left behind. So, no, there, there's no real means of, like I said, the your your means of communicating with Kaya was the barge. Okay. Yeah, that was your that was your link to it. So I'm using the term shortbread because it was a password we were given mm-hmm. and hopefully they know it's us, right? Yep. That's where, where I'm starting with that. And hopefully danger, nobles, and if that's the only things that go through, I, I think we're halfway where we need to be. Okay, let's ride. Yep. Let's go, hit enter go. and hope for the best. There's nothing in that bad with the furs. Just wanted to yeah. kind of toss it while I was while everyone else was doing the technical shit. Just a lot yeah, of semen. <laughs> there is nothing. It seems like... This is where he was sleeping. Cool. Let's go. Yeah, let's ride. As you guys are making your way out of the throne room, the ground begins rumbling, and you hear the sound of churning rock. What oh, do you like no. to do? I, <laughs> uh, I think we need to run, run for yeah, the bikes. Run yeah. for the fucking bikes. I or start courtyard at least. All the civilians. We we all need to get to the vehicles right now. There's only three bikes. Yeah, but there's There's a bunch of shitty vehicles, too. Okay. As you guys get to the top of the stairs, the rumbling stops, and you see a ladder hit the top of the the hole. Oh, it's it's the topo. And T-22 comes climbing out. They turn to look at you, and they say, So, how much do you guys like being right? Uh, quite, quite. uh, We enjoy it quite a lot. I, I prefer if we weren't. Depends, really. I got, uh, you know, some of you might be happy, but, uh, that almost just dug up the apocalypse.